Wakey, wakey, Iggy, Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Uh, sorry about that. Some technical difficulties, as always. We uh, have Julian Moore in the studio today crying. Uh, oh, she's really sad. Uh, right the- Look under my eyes, dry as a bone. But why is that a sign of acting? Because she squinted up her face to simulate acting, but there's no real tears. But why are tears acting? If you're an actor trying to act sad, then you would have tears. If you're if you're crying, you would have tears. Maybe she doesn't and have tear ducts. Maybe she has a genetic issue. You you Google that. I think you're wrong. I think she's just not a good actress. She can't bring it. No, no, no. Let me, let me clarify. She can't bring the tears but she's okay as an actress but the fact that she always crying but can't bring the tears i say i'm onto you good morning everybody <laughs> welcome to the smart coast morning show tuesday left coast edition <laughs> i am a host my name is marty hello to everybody on the twitter we are at nooner dan marty if you want to tweet tweet at us email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com i'm here with giselle net julianne moore <laughs> easy I would give you a tissue, but there's nothing to wipe. Exactly, oh, my point. Oh, I see. <laughs> and uh, then there's that guy. What's what's his name? He's back. What's his name? Steven Kruger. 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 Hello. He's not he's saying a, anything. He's, like, he's, got a, he's closer to the mic than any of us, but he's just he like, looking he's, coy. He's, for it. he's like, oh yeah. He's just looking. Keep him coy. wanting. Keep him wanting. Say something. Um, hello to Jade Lynn and Tyson. If you want to Tumblr in, it's tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Um, Leo is not... Oh, no, Leo is listening, but has nothing to email about. Chris Miller. Lou is listening live. Jonah. Um, Jade Lynn. Jade Lynn, yes. Well, she's not listening live, but... Um, uh, so, anyhow. And oh, hello to everybody who's been potting. Oh, we so love to hear um, you guys who pot it. We don't hear from you enough, and I, that's probably my fault. Um Hey, Steve, where have you been? Hey, Marty, how's it going? Hey! You're just back from Waco, right? You were on vacation. Uh, yeah, I was just down there in Waco with some friends. Around. Waco, yeah, Texas. Yeah. Just kind of like a road trip with some buddies. <laughs> the fuck is going on in Texas? Le- leather really Seriously. suits you, by the way. Yeah, I, well, I have a kind of second life. I like to ride around on my hog and, you know, hang out, hanging with my, uh, my close friends mm. and shoot at each other. <laughs> well, you don't... You know, you're protecting your homie. What, what was your initiation? You have to have an initiation to get into the gang, right? I had to kill a Mexican. <laughs> and let me tell but you, it's an, but the it, irony is that when it, you cut someone's head off with a Bowie knife, it's not like in the movies. It's a lot of lot of struggling. The irony is he's also the only non-Mexican in his gang. Yeah, yeah. So that's crazy. They call me White Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why, guys. Do you? Are we too loud for you? Because we have one listener who says we are too loud, and that's he's the only listener who's mentioned. Tell him anything. to turn his are we, fucking computer down. <laughs> are we blowing it? Are we are we uh, getting distortion? Um, Please tweet in and let us know if we yeah, have distortion. Because it's a, it's an ongoing issue. Um, it's <laughs> Jonah says it's easy to get someone to act correctly. Just yell act. Um, <laughs> Yeah, thank, thank you, hero. Humiliate them. Yes. I think that's a good way, too. My friend uh, is working on a movie uh, that is d- being directed by uh, Sir Michael Bay. Is he knighted? I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sir, in the, Sir in Michael. In his own mind. Uh, in the country of Malta, right? Really? He's from, he's from right around this neighborhood. Who? Michael Bay? Sir Michael Bay. Sir Michael Bay. Yeah. Did you know that he went to Wesleyan? 
Oh, and right. he has a near Ivy League education. Well, so many screenwriters. Is that Ivy like, adjacent? I think so. It's like Yale. It's Zach, well, I, Zach I went Penn. to Harvard adjacent. It's Yale adjacent. It's in Connecticut. Yeah, near Zach, Zach Penn. I think went to uh, uh, there. That's not helping the, the cause. Oh, oh come on. He's a very prolific writer. Pro- the, yeah, prolific. The author, successful. The author Stephen Almond also went to there. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've mentioned him on the show before. I I would imagine Michael Bay went to some school. It's, it's just fraternities. There's no classes. It's just kind of guys yelling and, and oogling women. Oogling? Googling women. Googling what, women. Whatever. That's that's what they do at yeah. MIT. At MIT, yeah. <laughs> he's a, oh, I'm going to... online is strong. And he's shooting a movie about Benghazi, because why not? You know, he's... Who who could capture that story better than Michael Bay? And mm-hmm. the person is working on the movie in a, in a production uh, Explo- capacity. Exploding burkas. Exactly. And uh, I think John Krasinski is in it, a couple other famous actors, and he just yells at them. He just goes, what are you doing? Don't do that. That's stupid. He just harasses them. And I watched one of his opuses, Opie, over the weekend Mm -hmm. called Transformers something something with Marky Mark. They're all the same. This one was, this is the fourth of Mm -hmm. the trilogy, as I like to say. Yeah. you can see his directing style on the screen. The the actors are just struggling to get words out because yeah, I'm T- sure they're being they're being berated via. T.J. Miller has said that he was a kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. He, I've not heard good him. stories about. Oh him. yeah, because he said like, "We hired you to be funny. Be funny." Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, that have a little bit of a chilling effect. I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> funny that shit up now. It just doesn't. I, I and the flip side of the coin, because when I worked with that British actor, I don't want to name drop this early in the hour. He would work with very theatery directors who Ian would, McKellen, uh, close Gary Coleman. Um, I'm sorry, Gary Oldman, and uh, you know. The, the note would be, you just need to say the line faster, but they would sit down with him and they'd have a three-hour conversation about your character's first words when they were a baby. And There, there are ways to give I mean, like, a note. It's a technical note. thing. You yeah. know, right? Acting is a technical thing. And if you're on a schedule, you can, you, there's ways. I don't mind somebody, you know, there are actors who are like, oh, it's, you know, the worst thing you can do to it. Uh, an actor is to give them a line reading. I'm just like, no, we, we get from A to B that much faster, you know? Yeah. If you, um, and, you know, and if you have to think about a dog dying to cry in a, when you're... Clearly, a, Julianne Moore has had no pets. She, she cannot yeah, cry. She's a, she, <laughs> she, hates, she has a turtle. She's waiting for it to die. I would just cry because I'm a ginger. I, I met her. She went to my uh, Harvard-adjacent university. I met her. She is uh, translucent. Giselle and I are like uh, George Hamilton compared to her. I've never <laughs> seen a, a, a whiter human being wow. on earth. I think she's a good actress. She got freckles. Uh, Darren, I think she's pretty. <laughs> Darren said we were super distorted at the start, but you always are. So, all right. Note taken. This is a, an audio engineering podcast. No, this is how it works. I can't. I don't listen to the podcast myself. You don't. You don't. There's no, no quality control. Mm-mm. Well, see those little yellow, those green um, lights on your mixer. No, nope. it goes into. You don't see those I'm, green. I'm green colorblind. Oh, there you go. Uh, so last week we had a listener Ray from North Carolina, who's um, uh, a person of color, who's also a police officer. What color? Uh, he's one of our black listeners. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was asking what our opinion was about um, a homeless measure, homelessness measure that came up in his uh, community 
that he voted down to how to for it was housing for homeless people, uh-huh. and he was asking what we felt about that. And I didn't give him a very uh, robust answer to it. You know, I just said, well, I, you know, I understand why he would vote it down because you don't want homeless people. But if not where you live, Ray, then where? Where do you put the homeless people? The bottom of the ocean. And the other thing is, it when you vote down something like that, it just it doesn't. If you have homeless people in your area, they're going to remain homeless. Hmm. You know. They're they're, they're already there. The reason why you have that measure is because there are homeless people there. Uh, In LA, homelessness is just an on just an epidemic. There, it's uh, growing. um, There are growing numbers. They're not quite homeless though. They all seem to have tents. Well, that's an interesting thing because there was a a lawsuit brought to uh, like saying um, because they were would the police would come and rip down tents. Yeah, and then homeless people or advocates for the homeless said, well. If you're not going to a- supply adequate housing, then you have to allow people to have tents. And so they're like, hmm, pay for adequate housing or let the tents go. And so they they have allowed tents. And now you see tents everywhere. In every underpass, it's just chock full of tents. There's, there's a tent guy in my neighborhood, and it's right out on the street. It's yeah. right next to some hipster restaurant. There's a guy in a tent. And it's perfectly legal. My uh, uh, Lance Mountain's... My fiance's parents came over for Mother's Day, and they said, "I think someone's living in a tent on your street." I said, "Yeah, that's not just a tents don't just grow out of the cracks on the sidewalk. There's a, there's a dude in there." Alongside uh, the freeway that I take, there's all kinds of tents on the other side of the fence, right alongside the freeway. Yeah, a I've big, walked. Long I've walked through there. I've walked through there. It's like a campground. It's like a campground, and if I were homeless, I would want to live there. Except you're. Well, I guess if it's near the park, so you have access to some bathrooms and water. Yeah. You, too. you walked through and said hello to... Were you delivering sandwiches? No, I was just walking around. And, and did you say hello to people? No, they weren't. They were. They ignored me, and I just walked through them. I, you know, I had no reason to be friendly with somebody who's... You know, I always look for an invitation, like an eye contact before I oh, say hello. Yeah. If you do get to Los Angeles, listeners, take a, take a drive down 7th Street downtown los angeles it is our skid row i guess skid row is originally in seattle i think that's the origin of it but uh, it is tent city it is like a people yeah. people are ev- every single square foot of sidewalk is a tent well they, they are there's a a group called the skid row housing trust and uh they try to they offer services to homeless people um and they are uh trying to build this huge community center that would be a like a $40 million project to house, uh, eventually it would have 102 units there uh, for housing for homeless people, and then they would have art studios. So that's in the works now. But, that you know, 102 units is not going to... Well, they said uh, the division hopes to house 10,000 people over the next day through decade through its services. And I just don't see how 102 <laughs> units is going to, to solve homelessness. But certainly it's a step. Hmm. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you if you look at the cost of homelessness um, in term in terms of crime, you know you have to you arrest a lot of people, put them in jail, um, as opposed to housing them, paying for housing, have subsidized housing, and um, that is it's cheaper. It's much cheaper to to pay for housing for homeless people than to have to uh, deal with the crime cons- criminal consequences of it. And the the problem, you know, nobody, I don't think, chooses to be homeless. 
Well, actually, that's not true. I had a friend who went a little bit crazy, and his parents bought him an apartment in New York, in Manhattan, and he chose to live in the park. But, uh, but is no, it a mental health issue? That's a mental health okay. issue. That one was. But nobody chooses to. Nobody who, who is of sound mental health chooses homelessness. But they homeless having a home is the first step to recovery you know, to getting a job. Mm. And so I think that's what we have to focus on. And I, so Ray, I, I take it back. I thought, think you should have voted for it. And I think that it's, it, it's how we make our society better. And it's, it's a cost effective way and we have to do it without judgment and with a lot of compassion and empathy. And, and frankly, it's going to not, it's not inexpensive, but it will, payback and dividends yeah i think um as the token non-liberal on the panel um <laughs> just i'll just she just uh pot, give, she, she got ready to, ready to go no mouth, no mouth, I'm just, right on the I'm, mic i did not know you self-identified as a non-liberal i i'm a realist you're a pragmatist but i i i believe you do need to build housing for homeless people you need to do something but at the same time we're way too liberal we let we can't allow tent city no, but that's, but that's not liberal. That is just like... No, that, we just... You, you, that, is, that is a pragmatic thing where they don't want to spend money. Yes. Because you, know? you can't let people just live openly. I mean... Yeah, but you have to harass them to either get into... Like, there has to be... Well, you have to have alternatives. You have to have services to harass them right. into. Well, right now, there aren't services. Yeah, I was just reading about um, Airbnb in Santa Monica. Santa Monica is its own city. It's not a part of Los Angeles. It has its own... And it has a huge homeless problem. Unbelievable homeless problem. Because all, all the tourists go there. So homeless people want to be near tourists. And they, um, Lance Mountain lived in an apartment there. And across the street was a, a beautiful park with basketball courts and tennis courts. And I never set foot in it because it was a shanty town. And they weren't like homeless, like, hey, can I get a quarter? They were homeless, like they would follow you as in, a, in a pack and harass you. And I thought, well, this is public land here, you know. And it, But at the same time, they are now going to pay for a group of people to drive around Santa Monica to make sure they're not renting their apartments out through Airbnb, which is oh. absurd. Like, yeah. it's an absurd, That's... you know. So the homeless people should get phones. <laughs> Actually, they all have phones now. And get on Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Airbnb Wait, thing to, was specifically uh, renting out property that you don't live in. So they were saying it's essentially like a hotel, but they're not paying hotel tax to the city. So then charge hotel. They do that in, in Palm Springs. There's an 11% tax. Yeah, when you they're, they're starting to do that. Yeah, I know. That. And that's just, fine. I don't, I don't have a problem Just send that. them to Utah. There's plenty of room. Just let them be free-range homeless people. Just airlift them out. <laughs> Well, that's what a lot of... Idaho. There's nobody in Idaho. Just fill it with all the homeless and then put, or, put a fence around it. And or instead of incarcerating people... Not incarcerating. No, but free, that's what we're doing. No, homeless. but we're doing that now. <laughs> we, we take homeless people. Homeless people will choose... They'll commit crimes to get arrested um, so that they have housing. And anyhow, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's an extreme example. It doesn't happen a lot. But, uh, but no, we have, to, we have to deal with our population. And Do you guys give money to homeless people when you're at the traffic light and they're standing there? No, I do not. You do not. Once. Do you? One, one time you one, did. Once a guy came up to me at a gas station in, in Hollywood and said, I, it's the same story. I got to get back to Long Beach, which is some city far away. <laughs> I got to get to my babies. I don't, can I have like $5 for the train, the bus, the whatever? And I gave him $5. Then I got gas. I drove a block and went to a liquor store. 
where I met the same gentleman who was buying liquor with the five dollars. Those are his babies. Those are his babies. I have to get to my babies. I don't think he was getting back to Long my Beach. My babies yeah. is a fifth of vodka. Yeah. So um, I was going. Into, I stabbed him, and then my, I uh, took this off. This is my baby Stoli. I was get, I was going to a, <laughs> and this a is deli. My baby via, Crown Royale. Like there's a deli bakery down the street, and I was walking in there, and then uh, a young homeless man outside said, "Buy me a salami sandwich," and I said, "Okay," <laughs> and I bought him a salami sandwich. But that because that that very specific, very specific mustard yeah. or you know anything. Yeah, I asked him if you, dry. I said, "Do you want everything on it? Slaw like, yeah. or like a macaroni salad? Something no, mayonnaise I, based? I, or come what? on, what do I look like, Daddy Warbucks?" <laughs> but you don't uh, at the traffic light. You don't give a little bit of change out your car window. No, no. no. how how come? Because I need money. You do? Yeah. What do you need it for? <laughs> I need. I have a house. I have to pay for that. Is it expensive? It is very expensive. Are you just barely making your mortgage every every month? I'm yeah. Oh, you're kind of hand to mouth. A little bit, yeah. Oh. I, I just I, it doesn't. It's not going to change this person's life. Fifty cents, and um, I, they did some study like how much they actually make. Yeah, not they, but like a a, a certain six cross. or eight dollars an hour. That's pretty good for 12? not doing anything. How much? I don't. It was a, like a lot of money, mm. and I just it's. Yeah, I, I've been harassed by them. Growing up in Boston and in apartments, they are they are out of control. Well, and you they never know if their your, stories your... are true. And of course, I want to be compassionate, but I think find that giving money to homeless organizations is a more do you do that way. sometimes? Yeah, oh. yeah. I give uh, I often give money to people on the street and at the traffic light. Uh, I I can't. There have been times when I don't. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I want to hear the story and judge if the story is uh, believable. And then I think, ah, oh, I just if I have money, I will give it. So lately, I've been trying to give fifty cents to everybody who asks or more. Uh, yeah, I it, offered a granola bar to a homeless man, man, but he turned it down. He wants money for alcohol. I, I don't know what he wants money for, but I, he didn't want to. He didn't, he didn't want a granola bar. Yeah, you know, maybe he's maybe he's in, watching in his carbs. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's on the paleo diet. Um, did you guys see any movies this weekend? Transformers, oh. Mark the Marky Mark one. How about in the theater? Oh, uh, Fury Road. Oh, <gasps> you saw it. Uh-huh. I have not seen it okay. yet. What did you think? It's all right. Oh, <laughs> it was awesome! It was so oh my god! Oh my I was just—I was white knuckling it through the whole thing. You it both was, saw it. You saw it too. Oh yeah. Should I leave the room so you can talk about it? No, you can stay in. I mean, it's okay. not, there's not much of a story, you know. Yeah, here's the story. They drive. Yeah. <gasps> for two hours. Yeah, and it's just so exciting and beautifully directed and well acted. Your your man is very good in it. Oh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, and the action is just spectacular. And How was the lady? The she pretty was lady. She was, there are a lot of pretty ladies in it. And it was an, it's an exhausting movie. Yes. Yeah, oh. but so, so satisfying. Uh, and I guess that means that we're not true men. Why? Well, because there's a... An activist group called... Uh, oh, what is God, it? these ding-dongs. Yeah, it's like one of these male rights groups, and they said... Male that, rights? Yeah, because men don't have rights. Um, <laughs> we rule the planet. Yeah, there was oh, a... We, we need a group? The, the website, but um, the the guy said... He hasn't seen the uh, the movie yet, the, the writer of this article, uh, but he... <laughs> Just keep well, there you modeling go. that mic. But he says if you that, had your headphones on, you'd know you're hitting the mic stand. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Just but letting you Charlize know. Charlize Theron, like the fact that she's like the, the 
the main character. It's her in the movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. It makes means that it's just like this subterfuge for a feminist, um, you know, uh, claptrap. Claptrap. Yeah. The fact that they brought Eve Ensler, you know, who wrote the vagine monologues, the vagina monologues. Uh, to talk, to sort of talk to the women about exploitation and because it's about that's the backstory in it. Yeah, um, is is a, a, just a, a red flag that this is just a bullshit. Yeah, but he's just trying to oh, get wait. garbage men. Oh. Everybody drink. Yeah, isn't he just trying to get uh, click? Isn't this clickbait? Yeah, yeah isn't this, totally, he, I haven't seen the movie, but I I yeah. think it's it's uh, a piece of feminist propaganda. Right, right. Like, it ain't feminist propaganda. No, it's, it's fucking. <laughs> it is being kicked in the nuts in a good way. It's just nonstop ass kicking. Yeah, and it, it is um, so imaginative. Like just all every, all the vehicles, just for the vehicles alone, it's just uh, just a mind. Well, and fuck. I cannot wait to see it. Oh, what are you doing here? Go see it now. Yeah, and it, by the way, <laughs> I was very conscious about the, the jittery stuff that you were worried oh, about. Oh, yeah. The, the camera work is, he's a, just a, such a... A technician. Oh, a technician. boy. Yes. Yeah. But that's the baseline great. of uh, a Michael Bay movie earlier in the weekend, which... Uh, oh, that's a great comparison. Transformers, well, I can't even remember the name of it. It was the fourth one yeah. with, with Mark Wahlberg, yes. who can't act. Yes. He plays a inventor. I, Yes. From Texas, mm-hmm. he is a guy from Dorchester, Massachusetts. Dorchester, who beat a Vietnamese man with a pipe and blinded him. That's just, all. A, just one eye. Just I know, I know. He still got one, but still. Wow, I did not know he blinded. Yeah, he blinded guy. a dude. He's yeah. a, a, a screaming racial uh, slurs at him. He's, By the way, if you're, you're talking about a thug, uh, he is a thug. He's a thug, yeah. but he can't act. And T.J. Miller is in it, and he's not funny, and that's not his fault. But. The movie is two hours and 45 minutes, and I watched it over two days because I was so bored. Oh, it takes forever. I couldn't get through it. And what Michael, we're in this age now of CGI where Michael Bay just shoots like a master shot, and then they just throw in cars fighting each and other. And that's a jittery movie. That's where but it doesn't need to be. They're putting in jitter in the, the camera to, as a, a substitute for like... Uh, like anxious pre-production anxiety and what yeah, Michael but, but, but Bay so does, like well, yeah but what he does is he just starts shooting the movie and he gets like an because he's a big studio guy he gets an end date this movie needs to come out July right, right. the script isn't done he hasn't like thought about how I'm gonna approach this he just goes and starts shooting and we'll I'll figure it out later and he that's he, it's also and I'm gonna shit on uh, Avengers because I've seen them and they're okay oh the last one is so bad but everything is wide. I shouldn't say so bad. It was boring. You shoot like a wide shot of a city, and then you can just add in Hulk being thrown through a building. And right, it's, right. And, and you're, it's, it looks real. The explosions look real. The fire looks real. But it it just rings false. To be fair. No, in, I don't want to be fair. In Fury Road, there, are, there was a lot more digital stuff than I thought there would be. But it was all. It just. It, but it's seamless. It, it's seamless. It's, a, it's amazing. But it's also it's, a guy that. that um, and it's very, very funny. Prepared. For this movie, uh, rather than thirty five hundred, um, uh, what do you call it? Storyboards. <laughs> Storyboards. Yeah. yeah, it was it was thought through because you, as as Mister Cleveland would, would would explain directing this movie, like if you if you think it through, you're you're really directing before you go on a set, and a set is just that that's what when actors is, need yeah. to talk and Julianne Moore can't cry, and I don't know, put an onion in either fucking weird. Oh, I was supposed eyes. to cry in a movie, and the director said, "Someone get an onion," <laughs> and it did not work. No. <laughs> I would like to see then a scene with Julianne Moore and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I like both of them. You know, I don't think that he's a great actor, but I certainly think he's a 
a very um, competent movie star. I watched it because the third act of Transformers was shot in Hong Kong, and I wanted to see Hong Kong and how he shot it. He, he could have done it here in L.A. It was it was so frenetic, you didn't get like a sense of it, mm-hmm. other than they at the end they're all in Kowloon shooting towards the city, and you just see that skyline. But that Kowloon, could, but you Kowloon. get a sense of Namibia from the Fury oh, Road. Jesus, it is a godforsaken place. It I is like amazing. That word Kowloon. Kowloon. What about Namibia? You Namibia. know, who, I want to go to Kowloon, and you know who I want to go with? Etemaros Peleg. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Etemaros um, Peleg. Would you like to come to Kowloon? So Jenny Marie oh, said, I saw, feels so good to say. I saw Pitch Perfect 2, Ladies Supporting Ladies. Well, you could support ladies by, I mean, there is a, a there are strong female characters in Fury Road. I think there's no, uh, you would not be betraying your gender by watching that movie at all. I want to see both of those movies. I like the Pitchy movies. Yeah, that it, it made more than Pitch Perfect 1 did in its whole run. Mm. That's pretty, and the first weekend, that's pretty amazing. Uh, and then we find out there's Scandal behind that movie. <gasps> what happened? Somebody lied about their age in, in Pitch Perfect. One of the cast members. Rebel Wilson. She said that she was younger than she is? She said that she celebrated her 29th uh, birthday this past year, but in fact, she's 36. Disgusting. Oh, my God. What, who does she think she is? She it's- has a responsibility to us to... Make sure that we know exactly and how can she you is. say like uh, like Bruce Jenner say, "I'm a lady trapped inside a, a male body," and everybody go, "Okay, that's fine." Can you just say, "I'm, I'm a twenty three year old trapped inside my forty eight and a half year old body"? That's we'll all see. of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, would it be funny if you met her and that was really just a fat suit she was wearing? Like that's a gimmick. Like well, she's she like was some, supposed to be. She's like some smart. Real, really skinny chick. She's like, I'm not interesting, and she puts on. She's like really pretty. Like her face, her features are very attractive. I love her. I think she's yeah, hilarious I, oh, and pretty. I'd hit that two times. That would be fun. Literally. Well, no, I wouldn't hit her. I would fuck no, her. No, you would bounce off and no, then hit no, again. No. I've I, never been with a fat that's chick. That's terrible. I that's, can't that's believe I my... said what I just said. That's okay. I want to take it back. No, you <laughs> can't. Edit point her here. name is not Rebel either. Well, <gasps> isn't that terrible? No. It's, just, it's shocking. That's fine. Yeah, well, of course it's fine. I mean, didn't uh, Dustin Hoffman change his name or one of those other ones, Cary Grant? They all did. Yeah. Uh, well, what was your real name before you became an actor? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You was you're Marty. You now, but what was it originally? Uh, Shecky Milstein, <laughs> Donald Johnson. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hey, wait! I was going to just say wait, 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 wait. Can I finish? Yeah. So um, get not finish. So. <laughs> She actually came out on Twitter and said, OMG, Rebel Wilson, I'm actually a hundred-year-old mermaid formerly known as CeCe Chalice. Thanks, shady Australian press, for your tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, that's, that's true, huh? What's a tall poppy syndrome? The, if one of the poppies grow uh, taller than the rest, it gets chopped down. Oh. You're not supposed to excel too far past your... Uh, Peers, or they get mad and they tear you down. Her, oh, age, her age doesn't change the fact that she's a great big fat woman, and she's very funny. And and she's she's funny. a great actress and really pretty and funny. And she and almost was on this podcast. Dan is friends <gasps> with her, and, and uh, there was just, just some scheduling. I issues. want to have her come on this. Well, this is before she now exploded. she's yeah, before really she had that growth spurt that 
set her above the, the rest of the She was in the Night flowers. of the Museum 3. Mm. You saw Night at the Museum 3? I'm a big fan of what's that guy's name? Uh, ben Stiller. Why? I like his acting. I like his intensity. I feel that there's something he's searching for in his heart that he have not found yet. And so I feel for him. I, I just um, feel a, a compassion for him. Are you doing a, just a taste test of everything that's in that? They're talking about Stephen Kruger is having a... No, I'm just eating a little, little pieces. A little protein bar, and he was looking at the beef jerky. No, I'm not the beef Marty jerky. put out snacks for us. But anyway, Rebel Wilson, she was really good in Night of the Museum 3. She's really funny. She's I don't great. care that she's 36. I don't understand this age no, thing. Especially now with the internet. Whenever I see an actress, they try and hide it on IMDb, but you can go somewhere else and, oh, she's 43. Eh. It don't matter. Yeah. And, and I, I think it, it's would I fuck her or would I not fuck her? And I'd, I, there's a great sketch. Uh, if you're not, is there w- anyone you legitimately would not fuck? Uh, uh, no, 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 not really. I mean, that's dude, what like, I was thinking. Your criteria is pretty broad. Um, but uh, if it's a pretty broad, if you're not watching Inside Amy Schumer, stop listening to this and watch it. It's unbelievable this season. Very, it's oh. really, we really, talked about it last week. Yeah, really okay. did, you, did you catch up? I forgot to. Now I will remember. Oh, because Steve says it, and all of a sudden his word is God. He's a ginger. No, fair enough. They have insights. I'm not a ginger. <laughs> you just said you're a ginger. No. Anyway, Earlier today. No. Yeah, and did. I thought to myself, you're not a ginger, but you said play it. Play the tape. Anyway. Play the tape. We you said we were you recording. and uh, what's her name is both gingers. Julianne Moore. Yeah, yeah. you said we both gingers. I was joking. Oh, oh. I, know. I said you and I are tan compared to. No, but I also didn't he I, say the words say we that. both no. gingers? Yeah. Okay, whatever. I don't listen to myself. But you're silver anyway. Anyhow, go on. I'm a silver fox. <laughs> There's a sketch where she comes upon uh, Julianne. Uh, uh, last teen, fuckable teen, day. Teen, last fuckable day. And I was looking at all of them and thinking, well, if I was going to fuck one of them, it would be Julie Louise Dreyfus. And she's late 50s? Uh, I think mid 50s. I would fuck her over uh, Amy Schumer. Sure. She's richer. Yeah, that's a part of it. No, it just, she's, you know, she's better looking now than she was when she was on Seinfeld. I think she is unbelievably sexy. And she's she's got all the, the, the Sniglets money from her husband. Brad Hall. He, he didn't do Sniglets. Yes, that, he did. That was... Uh, uh, no, her husband's not Brad Hall. Her husband is... Uh, shit, what's his name? He's no, a, it's Brad Hall, isn't it? But he didn't do Sniglets. Oh, okay. That was um, another stand-up. Come, uh, all these oh, ladies that was, who... Uh, you Rich are, Hall. Rich, Rich Hall. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, oh. Uh, all these ladies who you would do your business on... <laughs> in, not in, on. Oh, in... <laughs> yeah, back to hating it. Um, How... Ha, eh, so let us say they was all acquiescent to your uh, desires. How many could you? No, that's you... what makes it hot when they're fighting me. Oh, no, how many could you take care of in one day? <laughs> how many times could I hit someone? In hit a, it in one day. Well, I'm a I'm different a, ladies. Different ladies. I'm a Caesar. I probably two with a, with a sandwich and, and a, a nap day. in the middle. <laughs> And yeah, and, and a, I definitely need a sandwich after one. Yeah, and a Transformer movie. A salami. Yeah. 
I don't like the uh, cured meat. I'd do like a turkey sandwich, something oh. like that. What about prosciutto? Mm, a little bit, maybe. It's as, as flavoring. What do you do when uh, you go to a fancy place and they put down the plate of charcuterie? I eat it, but I'm not about to go bang two women. Like, I want to I keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would have some sprouts and but some you, avocado. But you could restore some electrolytes with the salt. You know. Yeah, I think just water. Uh, so what were you doing the past two weeks again? Uh, I was serving on a jury. <gasps> really? No. What yes, was, I was the case? <laughs> uh, it was a DUI case. Did you find the person guilty? Uh, no, we did not. We were a hung jury. What, what, wow. Can you say how you voted? Uh, I voted not guilty. Wow. So it was That's 11 to 1? Just uh, Well, actually, it was... Are you the t- one angry man? I, it was myself and a heavyset black woman that I bonded with. Um, yeah. It was a black guy who had been pulled over. What, was he sexy enough for TV? The was he defen- hot? the defendant? Yeah, was he hot enough for t- TV? No, he was kind of just a chunky no. No. black guy. That, that was the twelve angry men thing. I, I know, yeah. I know. He was. It was not twelve angry men. It was um, a lot of angry gay guys who were attacking me by the second day of deliberation. They were like, "I, I watched you during the the trial. You were your eyes were closed. You were asleep." I said, "No, I, I paid attention to every." Badly worded they were question. Attacking you? Yeah. Another woman said, "You, you, you said you didn't pay attention." I said, "No, I said I didn't write everything down." These people, they wrote novels with a little notepad. This was uh, a guy got pulled over, and a cop did a, a field sobriety test, and he failed it. And then he refused what's called a chemical test here in California, uh-huh. which is against the law. So uh, to he, refuse to it? refuse it. So if you are found guilty of uh, drunk driving, you lose your license for like a year. So that was the case. That was it. There was no other, there was an expert witness that confused things. And then it was just cop's testimony. And I just told everyone, I don't think that's enough. There's no video. We didn't see the police report. We didn't see a picture of the dude. And the dude did not uh, take the stand, which you don't have to, which I had to explain to these people. Well, why didn't he defend himself? You don't. You don't have to. This yeah, is not Saudi Arabia, right? That's not <laughs> an admission of guilt. They don't chop your hand off right. when you steal something. So, um, I very calmly explained to everyone. I I believe he was drunk. I believe he's not innocent. But there's not enough evidence. The cop was not a bright dude. He didn't know what BAC stood for. Oops. Oops. And then the next day, were you nervous yesterday on the on the stand? Said the prosecutor. Yes. Uh, what's BAC stand for? Blood alcohol content. Have we spoken in the Have last we spoken? Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was so badly tried. Uh, we found out afterwards this was both the prosecutor and the public defender. It was both their first case. Oh wow! No, I, it's like going to see uh, you know Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross, but by a bunch of uh, tw- twelve year olds <laughs> in junior high. <laughs> a always B B C closing always B. Uh, this is. Can I have the leads? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was amateur hour. I could have tried the case better. Uh, so, so did it? Give so you f- it was like four, uh, eight to four, guilty to not guilty. Downtown or uh, Metro, which is actually better. It's by USC. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, downtown's better because you can go to Little Tokyo for lunch. <laughs> there you go. There's there's the justice <laughs> Metro, system. Work. Metro, you're nowhere near any good restaurants. I know, but that's it was like how two, I it think. was like two hour lunches. I could go home and walk the dog. Lance Mountain was out of town. It was it was perfect, but. Um, how I, long for did you deliberate? Two days. Oh, boy. fucking three days of jury uh, selection, which if you live in Los Angeles, um, it's the, the dregs of society brought out. Also, Brad Pitt was there earlier in the week. 
Ooh. I don't believe that. I think they say that to, uh, to keep you there. But uh, there are a lot of people the first day who are asked questions by the prosecutor and, and, the, and the, the voir dire. And then the next day they went, my, my English, no good. I know. Uh, what do you say? It was, it was pretty awesome. And there was a lot of like, uh, I'm prejudiced towards cops and black people. And you know, oh, that <laughs> just, just makes trying. me think of um, uh, 30 Rock, where uh, Tina Fey's dressed up like Princess Leia in, yeah. in the jury box. There was a lot of that. <laughs> and then, and then she's, she still has to serve. And it's like, yeah, oh. there was a lot of that. But I, the, the prosecutor asked, like, is anyone have, would anyone have a hard time convicting someone of drunk driving or driving under the influence without a chemical test? And I raised my hand, and he just didn't see or didn't care, but... Hmm. So um, sticking at me and a black lady, me and uh, nice. Uh, I said, "Who's going to play you in the movie?" She said, "Queen Latifah." I said, "I was thinking of Nicole Kidman." <laughs> <laughs> you bonded. We bonded. We had, and I just cracked jokes for two days. They were they were annoyed with me, but a couple of dudes attacked me because they thought I had not paid enough attention, and you know they were they were sure that this guy was drunk, and I said, "I'm sure he was drunk too." That's not what, that's not at issue. That's not what's at issue. Is there enough evidence? But then the guy was banging his fists on the banging but, but this, this, this this and this and the, he failed the test and the fact is and the blah, blah, blah. and I said no stop using the word fact cuz that's not how this works wow. so uh, wow. i'm never going on i'm never getting arrested for anything because your life is in the hands of ding dongs right oh boy yeah. i mean it's it's true that like it's such a flawed process but it's yeah. probably the best process i think for, and there, for there was like an, an, an angry mm-hmm. white woman in her late 50s retired uh crazy eyes she wanted to be the foreman and i was like no 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 no. we all have to decide and i picked um a woman i bonded with uh, an elderly black woman who dressed in the most amazing outfits everything matched oh and i really was convinced that she was David Allen Greer getting ready for a movie. Like it was like a comic wearing a bunch of prosthetic makeup. It was, she was, she was talking back to the judge. Like it was wow. fucking comedy. So I said, I want her to be the foreman. And everyone raised their hand. Um, she was awesome. Steve now has black friends. That's great. I got two That's black awesome. friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, how else am I going to find them? Court? <laughs> oh, Terrible. So but- are you going to stay in touch with them? No. And that's what the the old crazy lady, white lady said. Did you get anything for your writing? No. This was a waste of my time. You told them you was a writer? They uh, well, in the voir dire, when they, they ask you what, you what your oh. what your career is. I was going to say adult film actor cuz how are they going to prove that, you know? I, I work under a uh, non de plume. Well, they say bring up I work under Dick Whitman. Bring up the the judge's browser history yeah. and let's see if you're in uh, the- I'm in a real niche <laughs> side of Go on. underwear porn. Right, where my balls eat through the, the base of them. <laughs> and by the way, huge, huge fan base. How much have you raised? I don't know. I got to look at it. Thank thank you all, heroes, for donating to my uh, indie, Indiegogo. Uh, <laughs> Buy me some MeUndies. Um, uh, don't give money to homeless people. Give it to me to buy underwear. Yeah, boy, but why is Giselle's, Giselle's glasses are pre-fogging up? <laughs> no, I you're gonna you're gonna share your thing at the. So oh, yeah, we, we got to get to okay. the mail sack. That's oh, a, that's I see. actually that's li- that is sack mail. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, um, we have some great mails. Mails in the mail. Sack. Mails. Uh, Tyson so that's wants to know if we've been enjoying Diplo's major laser cartoon on Hulu. Um, I have not seen it. Who's now? Who is Diplo? DJ. Is he's like a bleep blop blarp guy? Yeah. Um, okay. No, and he has a cartoon on where? Hulu. Hala. Hala. Hulu. Hala. 
Yeah. Oh, where the mini project is going? Um, is that where it's going? Yeah. yeah it yeah. got canceled. Yeah. You're a big fan of her. No, not really. I'm a fan of <laughs> I'm a fan of her. I mean, I think she's she's a good writer, but she's um I never saw the show. It's okay. It's not laugh out loud funny, but I I don't think that's a requirement anymore at on Did network. you see the anal sex one? No. Oh, is it good? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see it. No. I've been watching the comedians with Josh Gad and uh, Billy Crystal. I just fell asleep slightly, just slightly when you said the comedians. Yeah. I like it. Did you? Do you like it? Ooh. You don't like no. it? Oh boy, do I like oh, it. Boy. Why do you like it? I think it's funny. I like the characters that they have on there. I like their interplay together. A couple of episodes ago, they had a song and dance number and I had not seen uh, Josh Gad. When he first came on the scene, I, I did not get it. I said, what's so great about this guy? I knew that he came from a Book Broadway. of Mormon and Broadway, but I'd never seen what he can do. He's really talented. He's singing and have that that energy, that Broadway, and his... Well, see, I like him, and, and then he like, play, he's always awkward, and, and for some reason, I like that awkwardness. He is uh, very talented, and, you know, he has good politics, he's a very smart guy, but he and Billy Crystal are, couldn't be less natural in their acting. Together, you mean? No, individually. Both of them are just like, they're, they're clearly acting when they're acting. They're, the, they're so unnatural. Yeah, I see that in Billy Crystal a little bit more, but to me, Josh Gad seemed pretty natural. Would you have sex with him? Well, would you hit, I would. Would you hit that? I'd hit him. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I would do. I would invite him over and make him a quesadilla, but I put egg beans, you know, refried beans and some steamed kale on there, make it nice and healthy. And we just sit out on the porch and, and you know, there's a mockingbird around uh, these days. We can watch that. I just found it um, completely unfunny. With, you I, did not I laugh like once. It. Also. You only have watched one episode? I've watched pieces of several and yeah. I, I can't, I just can't, I give up. Oh, okay. But comedy is the hardest thing in the world to do, so. You know, yeah, and or enter, also en in the entertainment world. Also, is the taste. You know, uh, I have a friend who. It's harder. Yeah, I have a friend who loves uh, splitting an atom is probably that harder. Bang Theory. Big and, Bang Theory. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who really liked that show. Yeah. I I cannot. So you know, mentally challenged people. I cannot look at that show. I watched one three line interaction where I say something mean or one of them say something mean to the other and then the left track go and I say that's it I'm out yeah it's really stupid but you never but my point is everybody like what they like some people say this is funny or that's funny yeah did you have you seen the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt Kimmy yeah yeah we have talked about that yeah. I like that one okay I don't watch it regularly it's funny you know somebody was quoting Tina Fey um, about writing and Tina Fey said never like her advice was never cut a joke and like clearly like the uh, oh the pitch perfect uh, screenwriter that's what she learned from Tina Fey never cut a joke yeah and so because um, she was on 30 Rock for a few seasons and uh, that's clearly the case in Kimmy Schmidt they were just like but they're good jokes they're very good jokes yeah but and, it, and they just they never stick on them they just keep moving to the next thing you know it's, it's almost as if it's an animated show. 
like a family guy where the baby says something, no one reacts to it because it's a baby and no one can hear it. Like it, it has this clearly defined universe right. where people will say things and then the next line will not be reacting to it. And um, yeah, a multicam sitcom just doesn't do that. They, they're they pushing the story along. They won't. It's, yeah. it, it just feels dated, that, that style of comedy. Gimme. No, uh, Big Bang. I oh, want, and, and, right. I, and I wanted the comedians to be funny. I just think, and this is, this is the depressing part of the show, I think comedy does not age. And Billy Crystal is very old. He was very funny when he was younger, oh, when yeah, there was a different I was style. Thinking, I was thinking about Can that same thing. Oh, yes. I'm finished. I was going to agree Wait, with you. Wait, I had something out. Oh, you were? I okay, was going go ahead, to agree then. with you. He does come off as old-fashioned in his comedy and in his stylings. You, uh, I think, and you should think about this because you are funny and you're no, going no. with any luck. You will not get hit by a bus and so you will grow old as well. You have to uh, modernize yourself and stay fresh like Ed Begley Jr. He is funny and he take parts and he's very modern in his style yeah. also the other one um who is the other one what is his name he was in the three amigos jerry lewis no the short martin one. short yeah martin short that's what i said the short one the short one <laughs> martin short he keep himself a little more modern little bit um how how does he do it he he uh not afraid to take uh, scenes that poke fun at himself and and let himself be directed by younger directors who are more in tune with the modern style yeah um by the way tweet in if you can think of somebody besides george carlin who has stayed funny and relevant he's one of the rare over ones for dec- over three decades yeah well, i listened to his uh, lily tomlin she's aged pretty nice oh i hit that so hard but she, and she would have it you would seen be, her? she would hate it on many levels have you seen her new show is it good no i have not oh. is it good with yane fonda with yane fonda <gasps> with oh. hanoi jane i'm a little nervous now um yeah she's not funny she looked yeah. like the crypt keeper. Don't get <laughs> How plastic dare you? surgery. Why How you dare do you? that? You're so beautiful she, as she's you She's got to look good for Ted Turner. Oh, wait, had, no. See, I don't know if Lily Tomlin stayed funny. She became more of an actress than, yeah. over the years than, than I watched about 10 minutes of Billy Crystal's one-man show, 700 Sundays, mm-hmm. and it made uh, my my spine seize. I, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was so... He was doing the like, hey there, Jimmy, what are you doing? I'm up... I'm up he was talking to himself and moving and in, in both characters you yeah. know, where they were. I, I just... I, I got really uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think it's also and comedy it's, changes. It's, Com- comedy evolves, but it changes. Yeah, it definitely do. And you you have to you know roll with the punches and be willing to modernize. But someone like a Billy Crystal, or even a better example, is Chevy Chase, who at a certain point in time were the zeitgeist. They were the funny dudes. Yeah. When, when Billy Crystal was on Saturday Night Live and they did that sketch where it was like, you know, you, you hate that thing when you take a knitting needle and you yeah, stick it in your ear and you oh, put. Oh, I hate I that. Hate, that was awesome. I was 11, and that was the the height of comedy. Yeah. Chappie Chase was unbelievably funny in Fletch. Yeah. He is, he is not funny anymore. <laughs> he, he, I think where he went off the rails was between Fletch 1 and Fletch 2. Yeah, that's when he lost I love them all. Wasn't there a three Fletch? Was no. There a no. Third? no. But I, I think there's, this just did my dreams. They're trying to reboot it, I yeah. believe. Yeah. But I think when, I liked when you figured it out and you, be, you become successful at it, 
that's what you do. You know, he gets you like you, 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 you the gears are set. And yeah. it's very hard to like, all right, I need to undo this. And Bill Murray is a great example. He did it. Yeah, he, there you go. He did it. And He's then he said, I, and I, relevant. I, he's still really funny. That's a great I, example. I know. Yeah, thank you. I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I, you see him on a, on a talk show or a podcast. Well, he doesn't do podcasts. He's funny. He's a funny no, he dude. He was on our show. He was on our oh, he was, was check it? the archives, everybody. Okay. Episode, episode <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Don't. Okay, what I do a visual bit. <laughs> that's for, that's, it's just for us? Oh, it's I'm just sorry. for you. But he reinvented himself. He said, um, I'm going to do dramas. I'm going to try something different. And yeah. I'm going to develop this crazy personality where I'm just... Yeah, like, he also has fuck you money. He has Ghostbusters yeah. money. He doesn't need to yeah. do crappy movies yeah. that aren't funny. But Billy Crystal in that show is trying so hard to be Billy Crystal. It's okay. true. Well, this brings me to what I wanted to talk about. Oh, this was all... Uh, no, it, 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 this is no, all prelude just, to... Well, Letterman is... He goes off the air. Tomorrow is his last show. Oh, I thought it was tonight. Oh, no, no Wednesday. Right? Yeah, Wednesday night is his last show. And, and tonight, actually, Bill Murray is on, right? Um, I thought Bill Murray was on the last show. Oh, he, oh I thought okay. Bill Murray was going to be the final Okay, guest. then Bill Murray is t- tomorrow night. So... Bill Murray, yes. yeah. So has Letterman on the three plus decades that he's been on television on national TV? Has he stayed relevant and funny? No. When did he go? Like, what what is his thing? And like, why isn't he funny now? I you, it's something you cannot maintain for that long unless you are the chosen one, and that's George Carlin. Um, I mean, even like listening to Lenny Bruce now, it's so dated. It's not right. funny. It was, yeah. it's like for you film nerds, it's like John Cassavetes and his movies. I'm so glad that they, they were made oh my God, and they so changed everything. But you, like, I dare you to sit down and watch like Shadows. It is, it is like being, it's like taking a knitting needle and jamming it into your <laughs> eye. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Um, I, I tried to But watch I'm glad him. he existed. Yeah. Um, but Letterman was incredibly important because we would not have Kimmel and we would not have that sar- sarcastic, almost, I would describe him as meta. Yeah. Which the word, when I, I loved him as a kid, like all these, you know, these comics who are uh, lauding him. Right. I loved him. But, right. and he gave birth to this sort of snarky meta comedy. But yeah. he hasn't been funny in 15 years. That's true. You just, you can't. It's, right. There's just only so much in the tank, and and George Carlin even at the end, his last special, he was just kind of a cranky old man. It wasn't as insightful, uh-huh. and his uh, his early stuff was terrible. It was you know one liners, and then there's like a a curve, and he, he found it, and he he was the right guy in the right comedy for 15 years, right, and then he right. got kind of old and cranky, and um. But then he was also more uh, doing writing stuff than doing yeah. But Letterman, you know he. His when he was on after Carson, he was important, and then when he right. went to NBC or CBS, oh, I remember in college it was like a big thing. We'd stay up, you know, at yeah twelve thirty, go down to the TV room and watch watch Letterman. But, but I now, felt like he made uh, he was the he was the hungry one, the 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 up and comer, you know, the underdog for a long time, and he was like you say snarky and have this counter view sort of thing but then all of a sudden he sort of hit a threshold of popularity and accolades and his attitude he just you could see it in his eyes i know i'm all that and that's for me when i stopped to watch because he was taking too long for instance he would say some little snarky meta thing and then pause for long long applause and cheering 
and it was the just, gears were set. And it he was just, boring this is, this to watch. Is, everybody just cheering for him, and he just. But it's also there. not his fault because he's being paid an obscene amount of money to do Letterman when he goes to CBS. Right. I think that's the beginning of the end with uh, CBS. You're oh, being paid yeah, twenty yeah. million dollars a year. We want Letterman, and he, you know, he's an artist. He probably wanted to do other things, but mm, just keep doing the. Uh, <laughs> And right. throw the cards through the window behind you. Right. Yeah. Um, keep doing that because uh, sh- shocker here to everyone: TV executives are kind of morons, and they just they want the same. They want you know they don't want innovation, and not at that price point. You know, so I, I he was important to to the craft, but he I have not I I t- dipped in ten years ago maybe, and I went oh my god. Yeah. This well, because he also was would do fun things like go visit stores, you know, just lamps. He rotated and, the screen 360 oh, yeah. degrees over an hour. Yeah. When I was a kid, it, yeah, it totally. would slowly yeah. turn. It oh, was, I remember it was that. Unbelievably inventive yeah. and and uh, groundbreaking. But. So Chris Miller says that Don Rickles is still funny. Yeah. Tyson has the audacity. To mention Bill Cosby from 1962 to 2002, at least. I think Bill Cosby is still funny. He's just a I don't, he's I, a rapist. That's, that's the problem. I don't think he's so funny. Yeah, I don't ever thought of him as that know. funny. I uh, his that's that. I can't separate the raping uh-huh. now. I was. Yeah, you was both right. Yes. Jenny Marie and Chris Miller both point out that Bill Murray is the last guest, but that is tonight because tomorrow night is just going to be a wrap up and clip show. I'm, oh, it's just wrap up and clip? I thought there's not going to be a cavalcade of people coming uh, in. I don't know. He, I'm it's, sure it'll be. Chris yeah. Miller says a wrap up and clip show, and Jenny Marie also says Bill Murray is tonight, finale is tomorrow. Ah. Very, very. So yeah. you have it. I mean, I think I still like his interviews are are you know they're fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think of him fondly. You know? uh, very. Before fondly. she died, uh, Elaine Stritch, I thought was very funny. I saw her little uh, stage show. Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn was very funny. Also, I did not like the material that she chose uh, to do, but uh, Joan Rivers. In her oh, had a lot this. of funny her movie that she made. You like that? The I rabbit never, test? I've, no, no, no. The one about uh, the documentary, the documentary yeah. about John Rivers. I thought she was I'll funny come back in to that. Billy Crystal. Yeah, right? I thought she was funny. But you guys don't think so? Did you see Elaine Stritch? She was hilarious. Uh, no, but she, yeah, she's more of a personality than a comedian. You know. Hmm. She was really funny on Thirty Rock. Oh, she was very. She funny. had she great, great timing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rabbit but, Test was the one movie that Joan Rivers directed that starred Billy Crystal yeah, as yeah. the first pregnant man. Um, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and uh, I I respect Joan Rivers and her legacy, but I just never found it her got funny. sad towards the end. I just never, she the, never said anything. the face and the meanness. The and she never said anything that meanness. made me laugh. Yeah. Oh. She is like a Cassavetes. If it was not for her, there would be no Sarah Silverman. There'd be no Amy Schumer. She broke through. Right. And it, there's just only so much comedy in your gas tank. And, and she just became the mean old lady who makes fun of what the stars are wearing. Right. And, and part just, of comedy is, is... I met her towards the end to work on some show with her. Uh-huh. And I was like... <sighs> it's like when I met Robin Williams. And I, I had the same reaction. I said, this is not going to end well. It's just... Uh. You can tell. You can see in their eyes, like I was, I was alive and I was so funny and I, I, I had that. And it's a drug. And when it wears off, and you got to just uh, 
Be your life. Do the yourself. do the thing that uh, Robin Williams. I got to do the thing with the yelling and the preacher right. voice and the praise the Lord. And like he 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 wanted to do other things. Tried to an acting well, career the, that sort of well, worked he, for a while, and then he had to go back and become Robin Williams. Well, I think Williams. he actually mm. liked doing stand up. Like he would he would show up and and do improv over at um, yeah. UCB, just like hang out and then do a set at a you know and uh, so it wasn't. I think he really genuinely loved doing that. I think. Comedy, but it changes. The reason why and comedy is funny is because we get surprised that somebody's thinking something that we hadn't thought of. Like they look at something in a way that we haven't thought of, and if you, it's hard to keep doing that. You yeah. know, and then so, so Crystal just he relies on his bag of tricks, which is schmaltzy, Jewy New York humor, which right. worked for a while, but. I watched that show, and we're we're burning a lot of time on the comedian. Don't watch it. It stinks. Watch Louie. It's so much better. But not always funny. I I think that's the point now. Right. I think comedy doesn't have to be (laughs) punchlines. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the show is. I I don't know how to describe it, which is why... I really like this new style of discomfort. Yeah, and and I think Louis not, have that's, had, that goes back to Seinfeld. You know, that's not new. That's like twenty years old. But it's different it's now. Evolved. There's a, there's an the it's awkwardness refined. now is they really get awkward and let it just sit there awkward for everybody. Curb did that a little bit. I like, like it. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's look. Uh, this is why comedy is not a a, a global phenomenon because within this country there are people like Louis. And the comedians, and there are people who like the Big Bang Theory. They like a joke hurled at them. You know, you can see it coming around the corner. Here it comes. It's coming at you. And it's, then cradled gently yeah. with a laugh track. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, this is where to laugh. Um, I always thought they should do a drama, like a like an hour long drama with oohs and like you know you know like eighties shitty sitcoms when something big would happen and the whole audience would go, ooh. Yeah, that would be good on like a. Shonda Rhines, you know, scandal or something, a big plot twist. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no, he didn't. Like, just a, got a, like a, a hundred black people to sit in an audience and watch watch the show, and then we'll record them. And did you that say that to your jury duty I friends? absolutely did. You said, oh, oh they, no, he didn't. They were big fans of uh, Scandal. And, oh, listen. So did you guys see, by the way, I was trying to play the chime sound, but the. Yeah, it's been an hour. hour. Okay, yeah. moving on. Okay, so, uh, did you guys see, see? It's the top of the hour. Smart, the smart Coast morning, morning. Morning, Ray. Top of the smower. Did you guys see Louis C.K.'s uh, SNL yes. monologue? What did you think of that? It was hilarious. I thought it, it wasn't. It was very, very sharp, audacious. It didn't. I didn't laugh a bunch. So I thought it was really funny, and I think. Um, but it, it wasn't like I didn't cackle with laughter. Okay. Was that um, the one where he talked about racism and pedophilia? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, it was. I, I, it's on my list to watch. I forgot to okay. watch it. You know, you do a podcast about pop. Popular culture. Uh, you know, you would think I would be better about mm-hmm. engaging with popular culture. Yeah. Uh, I think that that the audience here is going to get pretty darn tired of me saying, you know, I did not see that. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. It's the top of the hour. It's this morning's morning's Smart Coast morning show. You're in the Smart Coast morning show. Top of the hour. Good morning. <laughs> There's something wrong with my computer. It's okay. Um, it but, puts the lotion on the top of the hour. So for those of you who didn't see it, he made jokes about how he grew up in the 70s, and back in the 70s, it, like people were more overtly racist, yes. and uh, and how that has lingered with him. And uh, it was very, very sharp. And then yeah. also how 
uh, there was a pedophile in his neighborhood, and people would be just like, oh, there's that's the house with the pedophile. And then, we grew up in the same neighborhood. I'm trying to remember. The French dude? Yeah. Like, was yeah. there a French pedophile in, in Newton, Massachusetts? I don't, I don't recall that. I think, but, he, I think he made that up. I but I think that there was a, a greater... And now... Uh, his, his joke was that there's such unbelievable risk in, in molesting a child. Like, it, nothing could be worse than being caught and going to jail when you're a child molester. So it must be awesome for the child molester. It must be... So wonderful. You see, it works for yeah, and it I, and I, I massacred it. I think it's a no, pretty it's a genius good, it's a really uh, premise. Good joke, yeah. Okay, so I yeah. brought you around. Yeah. He's doing that thing that you say where he is taking the comedic premise and looking at it from a different point of view. Yeah. Or taking this thing that we think about. And, and the joke is he likes mounds, those candy bars. He <laughs> loves to eat them. They make him so happy. But if he was, if they said, you're going to go to jail if you eat a mound, no, get them away from me. I don't, I don't want to go to jail. So it must be awesome to be, I don't, to yeah, have sex see, with a child. I don't understand that you would be that desperate for anything. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just... I'm bound by, I find inertia the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Better than pizza and sex, you know. I'm just sitting here. <sighs> These are primal urges that people have. I know. Have and can you imagine be if you're a pedophile? Like I, I, we talked I have, about this. Yeah, just, oh. So Thank much. God. Yeah. Thank God we're not. Yeah. Um, it's a tough life. But I, it, it was really an interesting thing that you could get away with being a pedophile in the 70s much easier than you could now because there's people are more rageful now yeah. and aware well thank goodness they are because we want to stem that sort of thing and um but mm. i uh, don't know if that's translating to more is it translating to more of pedophilia being reported because you know if you're Uncle come and take you into the bathroom when nobody's looking, and he said, "This is gonna be our little secret, and don't tell your mom." Maybe the same amount of pedophilia is still going on. Just the ones we hear about, we get all more angry at. Yeah, I think that we hear about like the smallest offense gets like last week when we were talking about the the woman on the on the plane who, who tweeted that she was going to South Africa and hope I don't get AIDS. You know. Um, Haha, uh, I won't because I'm white. Like that thing, it's a, such a small transgression, a lousy joke, but it just gets amplified because of the time. Yeah, things get amplified, but I'm saying, does that mean there's less pedophilia? Oh, I, I don't yeah. think that, I don't necessarily think there is less now than there was in the 70s. I'm, I, what I'm saying is there are more prosecutions now, probably. Oh, yeah. Are there? Well, because if, if, if Darren, can you look up the stats for that? Yeah, <laughs> Mike, uh, do some digging. Um, I'm. I guess go. What do you got? <laughs> go. Speak. Oh yes, and because uh, I'm just I'm dealing. No, with I just think the the, the, the oh, uh, okay. computer age we live in probably connects pedophilia. I mean, that's one of the problems with the dark web is there's oh, child yeah. pornography there. There's it, there was a question on Reddit that says, what, what was the darkest place you have been to on the web? And people were saying, I've been to some very dark places. There's whole chat rooms, people exchanging photographs just right there, just talking about it. Uh, pedophilia, willy-nilly, no shame, no, no, no hiding it. Well, I don't know. Maybe that helps them curb their appetites if they can if, if they don't feel like they're no they're giving each other pictures oh. of it and <laughs> it's like, like it's like a uh, 
Deep. They're like uh, trading baseball cards. Oh, I'll, g- I'll, like give, that. I'll give you yeah. a girl bound to a chair if you give me that boy with a banana in his mouth. Oh. I mean, but like, oh, gross uh, image. Why? Sorry. Oh, why? Uh, I don't know because <laughs> it's it's happening. But they are sick people. I mean, it's an abnormality. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably not a a way to cure them other than to castrate them, which seems a little barbaric. But I don't know. I mean, maybe it it helps that they have a place to go. And yeah, they do troll children on the internet, but maybe they just masturbate and the urge goes yeah, away. I mean, you know, that's like Dan I'm not Sa- excusing their behavior. No, but in the seventies, it was. Uh, Dan Savage had a, a writer uh, write in who was a pedophile, but he had never acted on it, and he, he was just saying how how uh, hard it was just to to live in, in the world, and and he was trying to figure out how to find outlets for this. I'm the opposite of a pedophile. I like old ladies. <laughs> Yeah, like Rebel Wilson. Like Rebel Wilson. 36. 36. Gross. Um, playing the, you know how they make those dolls, those life-size lady-like dolls? I have no idea what you're talking about. Doll. They make a doll you can nope. be with. No. Nope. Never heard of it. They're, they're called Real Realdoll.com. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> put, in, put in the phrase Marty and Steve and you get 10% off. Oh, yeah. Shut up! Can I can I sign in with your username? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'll give you my off off the air. I'll give you my password. Uh, they should. Uh, would it be wrong to make children little doll children that you can have for pedophiles, so they don't hurt a real child, but they can have? Okay, so so they do that. Is and that somewhere, horrible somewhere or in good? Bur- somewhere in Burbank, a voiceover actress is recording. You know the voice of it, which is a little. <laughs> Mom, bit- no, I, mommy, I, Uncle Steve, Uncle Steve, no, let me go. I don't want. No. I just want my candy. <laughs> <laughs> too much? It's my too first much. voiceover this job. I can't wait. <laughs> Don't know what it is, but I think it's for a toy company. <laughs> um, we just need crying, and we had Julianne Moore in here all morning. No, could, she couldn't, could not could, cry. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Had to toss that out. <laughs> Fucking Academy Award can't cry. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> How dare you? She's a del- she's a delight. She's an American treasure. Uh, a Boston treasure, isn't she from Boston? No, but she oh. went to school. She went to my uh, my college. When was she in the, some show where she put on a terrible Boston accent? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I think that was intentionally bad. Although yeah. that just could be me. Hmm. She yes. seemed pretty proud oh, of herself. She's lovely. Um, Would you tap her? Oh yeah, that's the kind of woman that when you ejaculate on her, you're like, "Where is it? Where is it? it's?" <laughs> I know it came all over you. It's a, yeah. Is that it? No, that's uh, it, basically it's like red hair, eye, blue eyes, then nipples, and then just white. You don't know where anything is. I saw a video um, of a. It was a documentary about a guy who repairs sex dolls. Awesome oh, hero. Yeah. yeah, and so his garage is just full of like like these latex women on meat hooks, basically, and he's like. Repairing them, like just going right in there with his fingers, just proud. You know, oh, there's the problem right there. Yep. Oh, this thing is all this labia is all beat up. This, gotta, this cervix is done. We it's ten thousand miles. We gotta we gotta rotate it. And what's the grossest thing is he's doing it with like he's just <laughs> the dog looking at me like you he just said rotate the cervix. He's lifting it out of the okay? box with his bare hands and just going at it with his bare hands, and that's mm. like the last thing. Slow, slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. You think you should wear gloves? Yeah, or or autoclave the the bodies first, the body, the uh, the doll first. So you saw Ex Machina, right? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, Mm-mm. you didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, Ex Machina. You have seen it. No, <laughs> you're, no, you're no I, seen it. I don't know. 
Well, no, but didn't did, isn't, uh, isn't I saw it. The guy isn't he fucking the robots? Isn't yeah. that the? Oh, I'm sorry. It's about oh, spoiler. robots. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Sorry spoiler. About that. Spoiler. You can't say spoiler after you've spoiled. It. I know. It, I spoiled. Not, it. This is you not. I didn't say spoiler alert. I said spoiler. Oh well, then it's okay. Well, Steve, if you've not said Steve anything, is a spoiler. I'm a spoiler. Hey. Chris just texted me something, tweet, he tweeted me something really nice. Chris, Chris Miller, can I do a humble brag? Sure. Without the humble? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris Miller just tweeted to me, my friend that I made listen in said she found you entertaining and interesting. So do I, you break the mold. Hey, Chris, you want to know how that make me feel? It make me feel pretty good. I was trying to think of a funny way to say it, but I just have to be sincere. You want to know how that makes me feel? Oh, here's Julianne Moore. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, I wonder. If, oh, I, I. But okay, I could. I think I can get. That's how you make her cry. I can get tears. Steve, Steve Kruger's cum is all over your chest somewhere. <laughs> it burns. It burns. <laughs> Because my balls store my cum and my balls eat through mm-hmm. oh. my, me it's underwears. Like, it's like alien blood. It is. Ugh. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable. I, I had to reboot my computer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but we can get to and it. And Senor Smoke is with us. Again, he just uh, tweeted in. Hello, Senor I, Smoke. Nice to see you. I know that he mentioned that it, it was supposed to be Sir Smoke. He mentioned that it was supposed to be Sir Smoke and that prompted me to look up the prefix SR period and according to the internet it stands for always right uh, (laughs) stunk and white right Strunk, strunk, and strunk, and white. Strunk and white. The kids don't strunk know what that is. No, no. Elements of style. If you ever read Stuart Little, he's the half of the white part of. uh, He's the white part. He's the white part. E B white. They wrote a book on grammar. Yes. Called Elements of Style. A page turner. I loved the, it. The semicolon chapter. It helped me amazing. to understanding what how to speak English there, yeah, very good. Maybe you should read it again. <laughs> it has been I a while. I just listened to the book on tape. <laughs> on the I semicolon connects the dependent clause on the independent clause. Is it, I mean, does it like I'm listening to how to speak Mandarin on uh, on tape, and it's not. It's, you are. It's not working. What do you say? I nothing. Nothing sticks because oh, I'm just in my car going. No, I didn't. No. You sound good. I, I, I have a good accent. We need I don't know Jimmy Sai here. Mm. We need Jimmy Sai to help yeah, us. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Jimmy back in. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, the SR period, according to the internet, that means either senor or sister, like a nun. So I know he's not sister smoke. You don't know that. Mm, sister Smoke. That's sister. a good band name. Oh, Sister Smoke. Okay, sister. here we go, guys. What? Oh. What are we listening? Oh, fail. Three, two, one. So I, go. Yeah, I tried to reboot my. We're gonna dip it. Oh, there you go. Some smooth jazz for your listening. It's five o'clock somewhere. 
talked over the entire thing. Why? What? All that energy he spent to reboot the computer and get it ready. We just talked. About oh, that. I did not have my headset. Oh, on. there you go. I thought we were filling <laughs> she in. Doesn't even know what's I'm going. Sorry, on. I thought oh. we was filling in. What is happening? Oh, I'm trying to find the first email. I had to reboot. Okay, um, the first one I'm is just from. Covering you with a little. Is little from solo. Brando B. Fake name. Um, it's Marlon Brando's uh, illegitimate. Swelled, one of his I swelled the bug. Hell, <laughs> it's the best acting he's ever done. Well, because it's not. Acting. It's not acting. Or maybe it was. I, I didn't see the, the bug. I swallowed the bug. I swallowed the bug. <laughs> Someone bring me some bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's from just, uh, the documentary about uh, Hearts Apocalypse of, Now. Hearts of Darkness. Yes, he's uh, doing a scene and then stops to announce. I swallowed the bug. <laughs> And then they had to dress him all in black and put him in a black room because he was so ginormously fat. He's awesome. Uh, and he was playing Kurtz. And, yeah. He was great in that movie. Uh, that movie the took horror. me like three times to get through it. The it's horror. so bad. It's it, it makes no sense. Apocalypse Now? Piece of garbage. I loved it. I think like it's really interesting, but it's not... It as doesn't a, make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Everyone's crazy. There's no arc. He's... Uh, what's his name? The beginning is, is insane. He's sitting in a hotel room, smashing mirrors, and he's insane. And then he just goes. It makes perfect sense. More to insane. Me. <laughs> All of it. It's um, war is hell. Okay. That. that it, it took two and a half hours to tell me that. Yeah. Ugh. The uh, surfing is good. I like that. That's the only scene I like. Charlie don't surf. Yeah. He's talking about the breaks and the waves. His bombs are going off. I thought it was a really great and modern rendering of that novel. So Brando B, who's also oh, known I as I the bug, Barlin Brando. <laughs> Barlin Brando Bar- writes Bar- in. Brando. Barlin Barlin. Uh, hey all, just wanted to write uh, to thank you for all the great shows. I've been listening for several years now, and I really enjoy the Left Coast edition. Dan's stories of a, his trip to Europe were very interesting. That was last week. Oh, that's good. I love it when there's a full house, but the show is always interesting, no matter who shows up. Thanks again, and keep up the good work. Hey, thank you. That's really nice. Was there a question or no? No, no just a mail sack. Oh, okay. I, mail question section is totally something different. It's a different we, podcast. Yeah. And this is mail. Another mail statement from Peter W. G. Who says, uh, "This morning, I'll just wanted to let everyone know that this past Sunday, I went and swung a hammer." Um, was oh, that what they mean by doing swing on a set? Huh? If you're part well, of the swing. maybe he was working for Habitat for Humanity. No, I went to swing a hammer. Uh, he wielded a glue gun and sta- staple gun on the set of Dave Made a Maze. Oh! Um, you know, when they say the swing gang, you know, does that is that what the refers to? Swing hammers? No. Uh, it was a great experience, and the sets are innovative and awesome. Mr. Watterson was not in attendance on Sunday, but he invited me to swing by, again, swing, uh, sometime this week to watch some of the filming. It was a pleasure to help the art department out, and I hopefully plan on volunteering a bit more time next weekend. Can't wait to see Bill's vision come to life on the screen. Uh, Merp Cleveland. Oh, oh, wonderful. Nice, Peter. Very nice. Yeah, so Peter, we'll have him in. We're going to have a June spectacular uh, fourth birthday for us, and uh, we'll have him in, hopefully, for that as well. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. And then the last one is... From Yako. Uh, hello, Merps. Long-time listener, sometimes live, but mostly via download later in the week. Thanks, Marty, for keeping the show on the road for almost three years already. Thanks, Giselle, for her everlasting optimism. Thanks, Bill, for being from Cleveland. <laughs> 
thanks <laughs> Stephen for his wonderfulness. Uh, thanks Emily for her ner- the nerd voice. Thanks Dan for his show, and thanks to DJ Jam Master for all he has done before he left for San- for uh, Sacramento. Well, as you can see, I just wanted to say thanks and let you know how much I pre- appreciate the show. Um, that's from Yako. Thank you, Yako. Okay, that and by the way, great mail sack. Uh, I uh, I'm going to put out the challenge again. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. have not mailed in before, mail in. Give us some stats about yourself and ask a question. Ask about Steve's balls. Oh wait, we have one more uh, mail entry to the mail sack. But I'm going to hand this over to Steve. Oh yeah, this was act. This is not uh, mail. Well, it's literal mail. A yes, piece, a, literal. A, literal mail. And it's sack mail. By it's the it's way. a uh, a package arrived in, in my home yesterday from a arconic. Uh, Scotland. I I assume that's in Great Britain. Um, there's a because there's a customs declaration CN form CN twenty two on the outside uh, of the package. On the outside of the package, it's it's uh, been checked off as a gift. It's thirty balls. Um, and the quantity and description of the contents it, it is written underwear. <gasps> Open it up. Someone, Somebody mailed you. Someone has. This uh, is a sealed package. A sealed package. Underwear. Someone has reached out to me on the the tweeter. He's oh. opening it now. It's a white package. It's, it's just going to be ricin. About the size of a package. A paperback book? Yeah, about the size of a paperback book. He's opening it now. Oh. <gasps> wow. Oh. And it says... My, oh, my goodness. Cool de sacs, moisture wicking and breathable ball bags? B-A-W-B-A-G-S. B-A-W. Warning may contain nuts. Oh, take it out of the package. It's a medium. I'm a 32-ish. Sometimes after a heavy weekend, 33. But that's that's the right size. Not a not a giant man, but not a not a svelte man. Oh my goodness! Look at this. This is exciting. He's opening. Oh my god! Wow! (laughs) Oh my god! It's it's like a a fuchsia. Okay, I get a picture for everybody. It's got targets on it. And it's, uh, Ooh, it's green. It's cold to the touch. Oh, if you feel the material, Ooh, it's cooling. It, it's like, like wow, that's gonna rub nicely on your balls. Oh my that, ball, my balls. Thank you. Is it arconic? That oh, is. Look, the, look. Was there no ma- there was no message in there either? No, no message. Wow, just, that's so awesome. Yeah, it's exciting when underwear is, just shows up at your home. I wouldn't know. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> doesn't happen to you. No, there are little. Um, Targets on it, raw bags, yeah. ball bags, ball bags. I'm saying that incorrectly. And, um, oh, it's did, did just anyone delightful. take? A, can I put it down? No, no, no. I got to hold it up. Got to hold it up because where's the camera? Where's the camera? Okay, you got to turn it. Yeah. All right, this is a fantastic picture. You'll be able to see it on Twitter. And <laughs> by the way, don't encourage this, people. Don't don't send Steve don't ball sacks. I didn't want my face with underwear. That's, that's no. That's, that, you got to contextualize it. Ball textualize. Ball textualize it. Okay. All right. That's Wonderful. that's called good podcast, right there. There you go. That's good pod. Thanks for listening. Ooh, they're, they're, I think they're going to be real tight on my uh, on my junk, but I think that's oh, good. I think it'll feel good. Mm. Yeah. What are they? What, what are they made of? I don't um, see. Up oh, dry clean only. Fuck. <laughs> it does no, not. No mach- machine that. wash. No degrees. What does no degrees mean? Do not iron. What, did you see um, Fury Road in three D? No, I did not. I kind of want to go see it again in 3D because knowing uh, what kind of guy, um, what's his name is uh, uh, Jorge Miller. Jorge Miller. Um, I'm sure he, he said in job. the press, "You don't." If he had to see it, he would see it in 2D. Oh, really? Yeah. But oh man, 
I, I don't I don't agree. I don't think you need 3D. I know, but if, if I see it again, I want to see it. Okay. For something different. All right. Uh, so I'm definitely going to see it again. Like um, I, I'm, that's the first time in a decade I'm going to see, see a, a movie, movie twice. In the theater. In the theater. Uh, that's it's worth it. Noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Fill our sack. We want questions. Um, so, yes, thank you, because we can't be bothered to generate our own content. Um, <laughs> how is your writing going? Well, um, I was been working um, on a new story uh, because I'm going to be in a little show next, uh, not this Thursday, but next Thursday, the 28th in Santa Monica, a little storytelling show. So I've been working on a new story about, uh, I went to the Goodwill uh, to get some new clothing, some new for me clothing. You always go to Goodwill. For- I have not been in quite some time. Because just I was busy and I had enough clothing, so I did not need any more. But then I I decided I need some more. And so I went and I just loved a goodwill. So I'm working on telling that into a story, how much I love it, what my experience was there like. And I found some cute things. Um, Go on. Very cute things, but mostly just there's a freedom there, you know, because everything is very... In ex- did something happen? We're hearing uh, Stephen Kruger is yelling from the bathroom, so maybe something has happened to me, to him. And now Marty has gone. Oh, it's someone at the front door. Boy, there's lots of action right now. Stephen is in the bathroom. Marty has run to the front door. And I'm reminiscing about the goodwill. <laughs> but you know, the good thing about the goodwill is you can just have freedom there because everything is so inexpensive. So if you see something you maybe want to try, uh, you can have just get it. It's not so expensive. And also what's so good about that place is uh, you're helping keep things from the landfill by by reusing what has already been related. Oh okay, my God. so that's enough about the goodwill because now everybody is back. Steve is back and he's... <gasps> he he's, put on the underwear. He's squatting right now. He's, he's, you're going to show? I'll take another picture. Hold on. Oh my God. They... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you really get the mail sack there the m a l e s a c that is um they are are um quite they're quite clingy um <laughs> oh my god that is uh <laughs> okay but that's not. It's not a fashion statement. It's how do you feel? Oh my god! It's like uh, is it like, like being they're, cradled they're, by a thousand versions. Like they're floating in olive oil. I'm being. Oh, but like a body temperature olive yeah, oil. It's nice, warm. It's like I'm being uh, slow cooked. Oh, like, that's uh, con- confit. confit. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, it feels. Is... It really feels good. I enjoy. Oh, that. so thank you, listeners, for that. Ooh, thank you, Arconic. He's sliding around in his Ooh. chair. He's Ooh. slipping and sliding oh. to, to rub them. Okay. I might Do that little you. child voice crying again. Do that. <laughs> I, I might ask you to change back to the, mm. other, the holy Don't you underwear. know me, Daddy? I'm Sarah. I'm Sarah, Daddy. Oh, Jesus. Don't. <sighs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what, have, what have I been wearing my whole life? What this are you is... doing, Papa? Oh, okay, oh, today's episode brought to you by Ball Bags. Ball Bags, baby. Oh. Thank you, sir. That's something else. I, I will report back about their... Uh, 
their longevity. Long term, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the UPS guy who's dropping off some booze for me. <laughs> you you I, order booze through? I can't be bothered to actually go into the store. Hey! Uh, so there is a um, in Shenzhen. You've been to Shenzhen, haven't you? No, no. But is it a restaurant? But Lance Mountain has, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's a there's a thing called the Samadhi Game, that is a in an amusement park there. That is a um, it's a death simulator. So you lie in a coffin, and then it heats uh, it heats you up. Um, as if you were being burned, and then, uh, and then you crawl crawl out of a into like this padded area that's supposed to rep- represent a womb where you're reborn. Um, <laughs> okay, thoughts about that? Yeah, like, yeah. So you're, you're it's a game, I guess. And when you're in the coffin, you're they, the temperature rises up to like ninety degrees, and to simulate and what's the game? Uh, it's in, to simulate in- death. I don't understand it. Okay. I thought that you spent so much time in China that you would have a, a and you have to pay it's like 50 60 bucks to to do it. 50 bucks. Yeah. And you're reborn and then what happens? Um you just experience what cremation is like and then <laughs> rebirth. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Chinese people are weird. They are very say? weird. That's like, strange. That's like the, that's strange, but it's not the weirdest thing you've heard about China. No, but I think their lives are so hard. Why would you want to go through that? I don't. I, that that seems like uh, first world bored white people problems. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I'm gonna try it next time I'm there for sure. Sure. <laughs> so Elon Musk, you you're familiar with him, right? Yeah. He's he's that uh, Tesla guy. Yeah. Cars. And he might be the Michael Bay of the technology world. Is that a good thing? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, he's certainly done some great things with SpaceX and Tesla. And uh, I follow him on Twitter for some reason. Really? What did he What did he tweet? Uh, he's trying to send a rocket ship into space or something. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the NASA's made a huge They're going to put batteries it. in all their homes. Did you hear about those guys who want to go be the first ones to live on Mars? Yeah, yeah, but we're talking about Elon Musk here. Oh, I thought we were talking about space. No, no, there was an 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 ex employee who um, I guess in the there's a book being written about him, and the employee uh, complained that uh, he's a dick. No, he, he said that uh, Elon Musk sent him a, an email saying that he should have uh, not he should have been at work instead of at the birth of his child. And he said that that his priorities were totally misplaced, and that we were trying to change the world. And I thought that you would be better than that, and you would be here at work hmm. instead of watching the birth of a child. But he did tweet um, that I have never written or or said this, and the book uh, was not independently fact checked. Um, so, and he said it's totally BS, total BS, and hurtful. That I, um, I don't know. The employee is saying that Elon Musk said the employee should not be there for the birth of his child? Oh, I see, I see. Uh, You should see this movie with Tom Hardy called Lock. Go on. It's about this very thing. Oh, he should be at work instead of at the birth of his child? It's a guy in a car and he's driving to the birth of a child. And and things are going really dire at work. They build the tension and the stakes really well. Uh But but he doesn't have any misgivings about leaving work right yeah huge oh but he's still in going the movie. 
He's still driving. That's there, right? the that's the crux of the movie is how it's he he can't be both places at once and he's making a choice and it's really painful choice to have to make one way or the other. Do you, yeah, uh, but now with like technology, couldn't you just watch it on your phone while you're at work? I mean, do you really need to be there? I mean, do you, a father does not need to be at their child's birth. Yeah, a doctor would be helpful. Yeah, yeah. A, a midwife would be great yeah. too. But in know? the old days, didn't you sit in the uh, lobby and, and you paced and, and you paced like, like cigarettes and yeah. drink coffee? Yeah, I don't think Don Draper was at any of his kids' births. Is is that important? Um, I don't think my dad was there. I think he was working. Would you want to be there for the birth of your child? Don't care. You lie. Don't really care. You would be there. I don't want to. You see would that. be crying like Julianne Moore. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> I love my baby. How dare you? She's a hero. Uh, is Lance going to, uh, you guys thinking of having a baby? Yes. Oh, boy. Very exciting. You're going to start right away? Uh, we've, been start- <laughs> we've been starting for a while. To, to try to have a pregnancy? Yeah, but I, I keep Julianne mooring her. It's not how you get pregnant. Right, no yeah. water, no, no moisture. No, I mean, I keep coming all over her, not inside oh, her. Oh, I see. <laughs> I thought you were Luckily, Tamara is uh, part Cherokee, so you can see where it is. Oh, good, good, good. But I remember she's blonde. Yeah, but that's fake. Oh. That's not, that's not natural. Oh, okay. Well, I can't wait to meet you, baby. Yes, I don't, but you don't need to be there. No, you, you I won't s- be there. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it would be... But if you be need, nice, need but... me to go get a Pepsi or something, I won't come in the room. I'll no, just no, say, no, no. I'll put a Pepsi out in just the hallway for you. Put me on Skype or FaceTime, and I'll be next to you doing the breathing exercises. But I could I could be at work. That's fine. I could be here. <laughs> That's good, baby. Keep push. <laughs> push. Hold on. I got an email. Hold on. Okay. Right, right, right. I could, it's, it, it works. I got to write 10 jokes about Elon Musk. There you go. Yeah. Um, I wish I could have done that. Jur- jury duty from my computer. Just sit at home. Like a precog, <laughs> go go downtown and park. Uh, are you working anything right now? Uh, no, I've just lost two two gigs in a row. I'm on I'm on a I'm on a run here. I'm sorry. That's oh, all right. I, I hope care. you got some money for it. No, no. I was up for a couple of things, and then it's it, is it's it's staffing season right now. No, their uh, network's done. It's all staffed. Go away. Oh, well, I know that. Um, uh, my friend is doing Legends, uh, the CW thing. It's like the DC comic oh, yeah. thing. Uh, the, it's got like Brandon Ruth, us, who was Superman before, yeah, yeah. playing Adam. It's got um, the guy from who played Rory on uh, 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 what's it called, the Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. It's got the dad from Alias, um, mm-hmm. Victor Garber. Yeah. It's like a total nerdgasm. Yeah, like it's it seems like and they. Instead of one superhero, it's a bunch of superheroes, and it seems like it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. I mean, or at least you know they're spending a lot of money on it. So, uh, but my friend is running it, and I'm gonna try to get him on the show maybe next week. Oh, cool! We'll see. Yeah, um, it's good to have a CW show. They don't they don't cancel them too often. It's not cutthroat like I mean, regular network. Don't don't bring up Veronica Mars on the show. Oh, yeah. I went for a few seasons. Yeah, I guess so. Um, there's none of that, like, NBC does a show and they pull it after six. They they, they run but their shows. Wasn't the Carrie Diaries on the CW? Two seasons, right? Yeah. 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 All that's, right. That's, that's better than one. Better, better than, than half. One. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, Bad Judge on NBC. That went for, like, 12 episodes and then it's done. You know, there's... it. 
it's so cutthroat at the network level. This this was like a just adapting a book thing. I um, thought I, I thought I had it, and then nope. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody, oh, whatever. Darren said that he likes the comedians. Surely the point of Crystal is that he is out of touch on that program. You're wrong. <laughs> Next question. I'm not sure. I think they should certainly could get some mileage out of framing it that way. But so far, it seemed to me on the show they are not out and out copping to his being out of out of date. They're not calling him on that in the context of the show. I just don't like how meta it is. I don't like that it's Billy and Josh and they're doing a sketch show and it's the making of a show. It, it just doesn't work for me. It's it, based mm. on a French TV show or an Israeli TV show. I, French. French. Okay. That's very hard. Israeli. To do. French Rayleigh? French Rayleigh? Is wrench? Um, That's hard Castro, to do. Dave Castro, who's listening for the last half an hour, said that... Oh, I thought you were going to say for the last time. <laughs> yeah, last time. It could be. Okay. I wouldn't blame you. I was there at the birth of my um, child, and it was amazing. We'd do it every time. Well, how many children are you tend- tending Christ. to have? Jesus Christ. Get off the dole. Stop making kids. <laughs> no. no. I'm kidding. Yes, of course he's kidding. Um well, I don't know. I've not, not been to one, so I don't... I, I also, in college, I, I cut birthing videos as a part-time job for an industrial house. Ooh, was it like for you could get your birth on tape? And No, 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 no. It was nurses and midwives would order, you know, um, these 10 out of like 100, you know, like a breached birth, an underage girl. Uh, oh. uh, so I would cut them all together. And so all day long, I would watch babies being born. And I put the the happy music at the end. Right. So um, at the end of the day, I was both nauseous and elated. I was like, oh, it's amazing. And it's really gross. Yeah. Like, I've seen a birth. It's, it's gross. It's smeary, right? It's a mess. It kind of looked like lasagna and then out of the lasagna come a baby. A watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. A watermelon coming out of a, a, a woman, jar of was, a woman lasagna. Queeps, <laughs> a jar she, lasagna. She, <laughs> she queeps kimchi and then a baby comes out. Oh, it's a lot of... Like, Sorry. Kim, red kimchi? Kimchi's yeah. red. Yeah. Oh, why do I think of it as sort of a pale light green? No. No. no I mean, there's, there are different colors, but the main one is the is main, red. most popular That's one right. Is red. I remember. Yeah. Uh, what is that ingredient that make it red? Chili powder. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's cabbage. Placenta. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Koreans are gross. Human blood. Human blood. Um, Marty took us for a Korean barbecue one time and... Beautiful place. Or us? All I wasn't there. Yeah, no. I was talking about the other us. <laughs> Who's the other us? It's a whole other us. Oh, boy. You don't I, even I, know I have how a, us I, this us is. I have an inkling. <laughs> anyway, Marty know his Korean barbecue places in LA. This place was really good. What was it called Hamji again? Park? Uh, no, I forget what it's called. But there it's on go. Wilshire, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's very, um, very user-friendly. Like, there are a lot of Korean places where they... They don't treat you well if you're not Korean. And right. uh, this place is very good. Yeah. Um, all right. What, sorry, sorry, I'm just going through my stuff. Um, did, did you, <laughs> you must have taken some notes today. Me? Yeah. Well, I kind of ran through what I had. What did you have? The, the whole goodwill business. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is this the recap podcast yeah, yeah. of the podcast? Yeah, okay, no, that just... was really funny you did about Julianne Moore. Can't no, cry. no, no, no. I have to say, and I'm not trying to pander to the audience, but these underwear are amazing. This is something you're else. really happy. Do you I, feel like a superhero? I, mm, I, I usually that's usually how I feel. You kind of look like a superhero. I, it just it's it's holding everything nicely where it needs to be, but not too tight. 
because I have some tidies, and this is different. This is. Do you think you might order another pair online? Well, when the uh, when the Indiegogo ends, I will order some me underwears, which are, are similar, and I will keep trying them, and I'll keep do, reporting do back. Yeah. You should be a spokesman. I, you I've reached should out do to a it. commercial. We need to get a GoPro in your pants. You put it on a guy's head while he's surfing. You put it on a a, uh, a guy jumping off a cliff, but... Now we're going to put a GoPro down Kruger's down, pants yeah, and see his, pants. see his balls Whoa. rubbing up against his leg. <laughs> Something like that. That kind yeah. of music. Uh, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Just a shot of my balls bouncing around. That, that's good. It'll be like, what, what do they look like? Like lasagna? Dry lasagna? My balls? <sighs> oh, no. Do I, why do I ask this question? Golden raisins. It, oh, it has a raisin quality. Yeah. Oh my god! And it, it also depends on where I am I in the I, shave cycle because pick the perfect time the to shave tune out cycle. Of the podcast. Well, I'm going to shave. I, I uh, Miss Mountain requires or requests oh, that I, I shave was, them. I thought it was the shame cycle. No, no, I think it kind of. That's your second podcast after oh, yeah. this. The shame cycle. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, they're pretty gross, and they're 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 danglers. So. But these, oh. these are, oh yeah, all balls are danglers. Yeah, Come but on. you get older. This is okay. Re- oh. This is the only plastic surgery I will ever. Um, Do they are they about. like those balls where 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 you go tunk, uh, you you pick up one Newton's and you cradle, swing it, you swing it Newton's yeah. cradle, and the ball the it's called perpetual Newton, motion Newton's cradle. You I've want me to say it again? <laughs> That's you, what it's called. You keep saying it. I'm just I'm nervous to believe you. Darren, are you out I'll there? Use it, I'll use it somewhere in conversation and I'll Newton's turn. Cr- Newton's Cradle yes. is a new line of yes. pedophilia <laughs> products or something. Because everybody knows that Sir Isaac Newton was a, a known pedophile. Yeah, put this apple a, a on your head. A special cradle. In oh, help me pick up that apple that just fell. Mm. <laughs> pick it up slower. Pick it up. It puts the apple in the cradle. Put it in the cradle. Let me look at you. I don't know why he's German. Sir Isaac Newton. What? English. What was his national? He was English? English. I don't yeah. know. Doesn't uh, sound German. It puts the it puts the apple in the cradle. <laughs> That's Sir William of Cosby. <laughs> Sir William. Yeah, I do Cosby. feel my 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 little fig Newtons have been cradled down there. It's it's pretty nice. Right. I have to Enough. say, you have a look of peace and deep <laughs> relaxation on your face. I'm also, just like this titillated smile. Yeah, he's at the same time. really happy it's, about this. It's Our very smooth. It's very smooth. And it's breathing. That's the. I have some okay. some cotton ones that are very tight, and I feel like uh, I can't breathe. Imagine there. how it's going to feel the day after you shave. Oh my god! <laughs> <sighs> okay, this weekend, Tomorrowland and Poltergeist, uh, the Poltergeist remake, um, open. Uh, either of you guys, Brad Bird. Um, oh, I like that one. Yeah. So that's and uh, with uh, from the Incredibles. Yeah, and George Clooney. Incredible. Hugh Laurie. Interested? Is it animated? No, no. It's, well, I'm sure a lot of it. Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Drew Carey. Drew Carey and jo- Rosemary Clooney. <laughs> Clooney. Jo- George Clooney's aunt. Larry, Larry Bird. And Larry Wait, Bird directing it. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad Hall. This is your mom telling yeah. you about. The, I heard about this movie. It's with Larry Bird and, and Cl- <laughs> Rosemary Clooney. My a, mother I, always used to say Angelina Jolie, and I would say it's. Uh, no, she would say Angeli Jolie, and I would say it's Angelina, and she would go, "I love that Angelina Jo Angeli Jolie." 
That's what's not worth that, trying that one, to chalk out. That one needs a rehearsal. Let, let's put a pin in that, and we'll come back to that when we rehearse the uh, yeah. second hour. Yeah, we, I know what you're saying. My grandmother. And edit point. Edit point three. She also used to say cholesterol. Oh. And I would say no, it's cholesterol. <laughs> My mother still says washing. Washing. Yeah. Oh God! I don't know where she gets that. From. I love old people when they get the name wrong. Who's the guy? What's his name? Oh, my, my the director. Always been like that. Larry Bird. He did she, uh, the the Unbelievables. He's she, wonderful. One, one year she asked me for, can you get me uh, for Christmas a calendar of that guy, Keanu Keanu Weaves. Kino Weaves. No, no, but she would. Tr- she knew it was more complicated than Kino, but Kino. But she just added more consonants that would. She oh, always, yeah, that's what that's she does. sad. It's Rosemary Clooney, that handsome, handsome woman. Is anyone interested in those movies? No. Fury, what is it Fury Road again? again? Tomorrowland. It's. I mean, I like that one. She's sitting in a car, but she's flying through a wheat field. Um, or she's sitting in a bathtub. And then flying through a wheat field. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, she was in a car oh, because she's car. moving. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to see that one. Okay. Okay, and then the next? Poltergeist? No. Okay. No. Um, Absolutely no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only because... Definitive. Not... Uh, not, not uh, I, I, I used to love scary movies, but then I changed, and now they scare me too much. Oh, really? I, the nightmares? fault lie with me. Oh, you changed. You, I what changed. happened to you? I don't know. Uh, Lou says that they showed us a video of the business end of a birth in school age 12, I guess to discourage... What's teen- the business end? I guess to discourage... The baby coming out of the vagina? Um, yes. But from the vagina's point of view? I don't know. What, what other I end is there? only one. <laughs> uh, teen pregnancy, it worked. I, I think the vagina end... Is There's a good use for a GoPro. Put it behind of... the baby as it swims out oh. into the light. Oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think they meant the business end instead of the lady's face. They always show the lady's uh, face, and she's going. Ee! And you know what ladies who are birthing look like? They look like Julianne, Julianne Moore, Moore trying to cry. Yeah. <laughs> you realize up until today, Julianne Moore would listen live to the show. <gasps> you know. Uh, Darren, I hope I did not hurt her feelings. <laughs> not she at like, all. Uh, <laughs> she's cr- she's trying to cry right now. She but can't she cry. Can't. Darren says that the comedian is <laughs> based on the Swedish series uh. Ulvesen and Herngren. Ulvesen and Herngren. Yep. Um, I, I also um, I have this low tolerance, and I'm sure many of the listeners do. There, there's so much good out there. If you watch five minutes of something and it doesn't immediately grab you, yeah, you're done. I'm just. <laughs> And that's what happens. I went, nope. I, and I, that's a, such a nice position to be in because there's not it's when a you're making stuff board. for but a living. Oh, that's yeah, the hard that's part. hard. But you guys all watched Ex Machina. Machina. Yeah. Machina. Ma- machismo. Yeah. Ex Machismo. You sat through the It's with that, that wonderful actor, Isaac Oscars. He's marvelous. He's got a good head of hair on him. No, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's the other way around, Mom. No, no, no. I think that's his name. <laughs> How is he in it? Everyone's it's it's a well acted movie. It's just doesn't stick the landing, mm-hmm. as I as I'd say. It's also it took too long to get going. It was just so slow, and it. You had, think it could have been it, like a half hour inside number nine? Yeah, or, for sure. Yeah. I really do. And also, I just did not believe that that kid Gleason, what's his, his first name? Dominic, Damien, Donald, Donald, the actor. Mm-hmm. 
I just did not believe that he would fall fall for the robot and be sucked into oh, her spoilers. ways. So if you if they made because a robot because she slowly rolled if down they made her a sex doll that felt like flesh. Yeah, and go on. Would you get and it was a f- you had the means to buy one? Would you have one? Would I fuck a robot? Yeah, yeah. I, I dated a Pilates instructor. I, I <laughs> fucked a robot. It was like fucking a robot. Um, Please come on my stomach. Uh, what, was it because she was a Pilates instructor? Did that, also, or form, just she's just, a former model, so it was. She was used to being. She, there's very little going on upstairs. Uh, she did not. She felt she did not have to work very hard in life. Not a lot of intellect. Uh, oh, intellect. Yeah. Oh, I see. But was she uh, helpful in your physical ministrations? <laughs> um. <laughs> What? <laughs> Did she participate? Was she a good in lady? Your physical. Did, was it fun to fuck her? Yeah. Uh, for a while, yeah. <laughs> okay. She had nice, really nice boobs, and she was in shape, and that was fun for about a month or two. But she and, was participatory in intercourse. In whatever you was doing together, <laughs> sitting Basically, on the porch we were, looking we were, at the we, mockingbird. We were eating and then fucking, and but eating expensively. Ish, yeah. Did you oh. read that article between about sugar babies and sugar daddies? Uh, no, we'll, we can talk about it next week. <laughs> okay, I will bone up on it. Yeah. And um, then we will talk. Did you, would you have sex with a male um, what? sex doll? What? <laughs> uh, listen. <laughs> Whoever wants to come over, I will make a quesadilla. We can sit on the porch and look at the mockingbirds. My cats often do something that's funny. That's about as far as we can I, go. I think that you might have missed something in your German sex ed class. <laughs> I was on not... the the business end of looking out the window. <laughs> Oi. The pretty flowers. <laughs> okay, so if there's a doll... <laughs> that would look out the window that, with me? That could eat quesadillas and look out windows with you. I would... Totally sit with that doll mm. and look out the window with it, <laughs> and say, "Hey, that cloud look like a, a, a that cloud look like a butterfly, don't it?" Yes. And it just says one thing. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about your day. She sounds like a bitch. Your mm-hmm. boss is mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were right in that situation. Mm-hmm. 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 I want to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be easy. It'd be like the perfect guy, but it looks like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so close. Was he in your jury pool? Uh, there was some Giamatti-esque looking people. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, Wonderful. I like Giamatti's. G- what do you say? How Giamatti? Mm-hmm. I like his looks. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Uh, if you put a bit of mercury on his stomach, it'll just roll. It would roll <laughs> some way. And so you could have fun getting the little bits of mercury to try to balance. You have to find that one sweet spot, the apex of his belly. Anyway, I like him. Now, if he came over, yeah. oh, I would make him a quesadilla. Okay, a lot of, is that a... Co- oh, so is, now we know... Okay, that, now we okay. know what she's looking for. Right, I, so I figured she had a Giamatti fetish going on. Yeah. Do you know me? I like G-Medi, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. I like Oliver Platt. And uh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Wow, we're, we're, you have a type. That's crazy. I didn't have no I, idea. What do they call them? A chubby chaser? Yeah. Am I a chubby chaser? You're a chubby chaser. chaser. 
Wow, eat more quesadilla. Have more quesadilla. More quesadilla. <laughs> Did I say stop? But I also like the skinny ones. I like Steve Buscemi. Uh-huh. So if a quirky indie actor came over as a robot, if, you, would, oh. you would eat and feed it quesadillas. Just you would be chat, okay with have it. a chat. Have a chat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh. I'm in the middle of altering some of my Goodwill purchases. There's, I bought some plaid pants, but they, they flare at the bottom, so I'm going no. to make them a little peggy leg, you know, tighter. It's not in the style of the day. Yeah. Plus, they're too short. They flood water pants on me. So anyway, if this... Steve Buscemi robot want to come over. He can help me pin up my pants. <laughs> what if they had a spooning ro- robot? Oh. That, that was like body temperature. Yeah, and, that's nice. Yeah, they sell body pillows. Do you know they had a body pillow for sale at the Goodwill? Oh that my is, god, six dollars. That, that's something you want new. You don't yeah, want that. Yeah, it was like, new in package. Oh okay. really? Yeah, six dollars for a big body pillow. Do, you, do they have sex toys there? Listen, anything can be a sex toy if you quesadilla. If you are brave enough if you, with if you have steamed some gumption. Kale, <laughs> oh steamed boy. kale and refried beans. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, I guess we'll wrap things up. Um with a pretty bow. With a pretty bow. Uh yes. So continue. We're we're still um working on lots of stuff in the background here. Um, we may have some announcements soon yeah. about things we're working on. We're going to have the June extravaganza fourth anniversary thing, and we'll have Dan back for that. Hopefully, um, everyone should see the uh, should follow Dave made a tweet and follow uh, s- uh, Bill's progress on the movie. It sounds like it's going great. I'm sure it's it's. Uh, I'm sure he's very relaxed during it and totally just sleeping really well. Uh, as we all know, Bill is the most relaxed person we know. Thank you for the underwear that was sent in. Who was the uh, uh, Ron Connick of and, and Scotland? Give his his or her address at out? man underscore in underscore black six 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 at man in black at man in black, but underscores before and after the in. All right, and then six six six. Thank you so much for sending that in. My balls, thank you, Ron. I have the hiccups. Uh, you can follow us all at our names. That's Stephen Kruger. Uh, Giselle Nett, Marty U, <laughs> and Dan Etheridge at Nooner Dan Marty. Send your emails to noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And um, and I guess that's it. Oh, everyone should see Fury Road. And we will see, see you, you next, next week. Tuesday. Goodbye, everybody, for now. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.